0: Welcome to The Wayne with Will, episode two, Design to Move. I am your host, Will Roy, fitness director here at Retro Fitness in Rochester, Michigan. And today we're going to be talking about movement. This, this episode is going to be more of a statement episode with a little bit of education. I see it all the time. A bunch of really stiff individuals training the exact same way at all times. And it usually leads to something like this, you know, will, uh, man, like my shoulders bugging me or will man, that, like this hip, like, I just can't, I can't shake this like little pinch that I got. And it's, I'll tell you, it's because you're not using full range of motion You're training the same. Your body's gotten used to training a certain way. So anytime it goes outside of that norm, it you get a pull or a strain or God forbid a tear. And those are all very preventable things, easily preventable things. Now, not saying I'm perfect. I still get issues too. When you train, you're gonna have issues. However, I've cleared up so many of my own issues over the years. A lot of stemming, a lot of it stemming from my days when I trained like I was a bodybuilder, where I would do, you know, a chest day, a back day, a shoulder day, an arm day, a leg day, and then I would just repeat that cycle over and over and over again. Um, a lot more pushing than pulling exercises, which created rounded shoulders. I had to undo all of that. And again, I'm not trying to crap on bodybuilding, but let's face it. Bodybuilders don't have the best movement capabilities. Um, that's just a fact. And if you train like that, you're probably lacking. And if you're not, hey, you're a rock star because you are the exception to the rule without question. And I applaud you. But to, to regain that range of motion, so let, let's, I'm going to be talking about this, so let me get this out of the way. We have passive range of motion and active range of motion. Passive range of motion is where I take a part of your body, say your leg, and I pull, say you're on your back, and I pull your leg up to your hip, okay? Like I'm stretching your hamstring. And I'm able to pull it to your hip or even a little bit past. Now, you've you've let your leg go limp, so I'm holding it. Now, I tell you to pull your leg in that same position. I'm no longer holding it can you get your leg to where I just had it? And if the answer is no, then you do not have active range of motion in that position. In other words, you don't have very good range of motion. You should at least be able to get parallel to your hip um, lying on the ground. And if you can't, then you have some kind of restriction. And again, what is that from? Well, do you sit all day? You know, do you train your hamstrings? Do you train your hamstrings at all? There's a gazillion different things. The point is you have to start training these ranges of motion so that you have access to them at all times. And if you don't, then you have to put in some work. You know, how do we get there? There's, you know, probably the first thing that pops your head is, oh, like more stretching? Yes, more stretching. But if you do not work those new ranges that you just stretched out, it will not hold. So for instance, if I, um, say I do some deep squats, so I'm getting real deep, I'm stretching my hips out to, to their max, right? Um, and I'm just holding that position. Okay. I get up, I'm feeling good. It's like, okay, yeah, my hips have definitely opened up some. However, if I don't grab a kettlebell or get under a squat rack and start working that range of motion that I just stretched out and gained access to, my body's not going to tell me that I need to hold on to it. So in other words, you kind of did it for nothing if you don't train it in that range of motion immediately. And it's not going to be like, oh, you did it once and I trained it and now I have access to it. No, you have to this. You've probably lost these ranges of motion over the years, over years. So like, it's going to take time. You know, when I fixed a lot of my issues, it was, I was hammering these types of things two to three times a day, stretches, working, um, working them after I, after I've done them, I, I did it every day, sometimes two to three times a day. And it takes time. It takes consistency, just like any other type of training. However, this is even more important. Like, yeah, having big muscles is cool. But guess what? Those big muscles don't get you far if eventually you're probably going to end up getting hurt. You know, what are some of those exercises? Well, I have a list of six. These are the ones that I did. They will be up on either my Instagram page or my YouTube page. It'll be in the show notes, uh, maybe both. So if you want to go check them out and see how they're actually done, you can go check them out there. So number one is just a dead hang, grabbing a pull-up bar, letting our body go limp, and just holding on. Number two, it's called skin the cat, or it is done on the Olympic rings, or you can do a less extreme version, still with some Olympic rings or a TRX, but essentially it's a chest shoulder stretch. Number three, it's called the ATG split squat. Okay, that is going to open up our hip flexors. It's going to help our ankle mobility. Number four, a 90-90 pretzel stretch. We're gonna open up our mid-back. We're gonna open up our hips on this one. Number five, a thoracic bridge. Okay, this is gonna take a little bit of core strength, a little bit of glute strength. Um, So not everybody will be able to jump into this one. And it takes some shoulder stability, but it opens up the shoulders, opens up the chest, opens up the hips. It also strengthens the glutes, the hamstrings, and our shoulder stability, which would be like our our serratus anterior. Again, the thoracic bridge is not going to be something everybody can do right away, but it should be something that you get to eventually. And number six is a reverse plank. Okay. Again, this one is pretty extreme. There are levels to it. Not everybody will be able to do it, especially if you have shoulder issues right away. However, again, it's another exercise that opens up and strengthens a lot of really neglected areas. So those are my six. Again, I will make sure that there's a link to either YouTube or Instagram where you can go check these out. These are the ones that I do religiously. I still do them all multiple times a week. Some of them that I, the hang I do before every workout, Skin the Cats, I do probably some form in every workout. Um, Really, the only one of these that I probably don't do every single day is probably a reverse plank. The other ones I do every single day, no matter what, whether I'm training, not training, I just end up doing them at some point. There's no equipment necessary. There's no reason you can't do these at home. Um, Even if you don't have a pull-up bar, go buy one. You can get those door frame ones for like 25 bucks. Do it first thing in the morning, do it at the end of the day don't even need gym access to do these. So there's really no excuse why you can't be moving better, especially if you're somebody in pain, especially if you're somebody that has nagging shoulder issues or nagging hip issues, all of these things can be fixed. It just takes time, it takes consistency, it takes discipline, um, and it takes knowledge, which hopefully I'm providing here today. I'm gonna elaborate on this, we are designed to move. And unfortunately, with the rise in social media and the rise in a gazillion different entertainment uh, avenues that we have access to—Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Disney, uh, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Hulu, Sling TV, like pretty much you name it—it's there's one out there for it. We're sitting a lot. This is like probably the worst thing everybody, and I'm not the first person to say this, but it really is not good for us. I don't even like the fact that I have to sit down and discuss this podcast. Maybe I need a standing desk for this podcast. Um, But again, we have to move in any way, shape, or form. If you go back to the first episode that I talked about walking after each uh, meal or just walking more in general, again, it's because we are designed to move and move in many different directions nobody is special guys i'm not special because i can hang upside down on the rings from my shoulders all right um a lot of people see me doing these skin the cats and they're like that would rip my shoulder out like yeah probably would if you don't train it first like uh, this took me years to get to this point where i can do this but you can get there i am not special It. i'm not and again it's not a young man's thing either. A lot of times I see people saying like, "Oh, I used to, I used to be able to do that." And guess what? You can again, man. You, you really can if you want to put in the time and the work. Like, there's people older than me. Uh, I don't know if I said it earlier in that I'm 38. There are guys 60 doing things on the rings that I can't even do. It's because they put in the time and they keep doing it. They they never lose access to these ranges of motion. Um, and with rank, new ranges of motion comes new strength and new gains. So, I mean, if nothing else, you should be doing it for that as well. Uh, you know, when you, when you apply new forces on our muscles, they have to adapt, they have to change. And the problem with doing like back to that bodybuilding type thing is you're always doing the same movements, just in maybe a little bit different fashion. You know, you know maybe you're doing push-ups instead of bench pressing today or instead of flat bench, you're doing incline presses this week. It's still really the same movement, right? You're not really gaining anything except maybe, maybe you're activating a couple extra chest fibers, right? So when you're with the problem, when you do that and you don't train your muscle in the full range of motion, you know, our muscles, what's called, our muscles have what's called sarcomeres. And this is the basic functional unit of muscle tissue that we have you're actually training that muscle tissue to get shorter which is why a lot of people have really rounded shoulders because their pecs are so tight from doing all the well one posture but two all the pushing motions of bench press and push-ups without training new ranges of motion you've trained those sarcomeres to actually get shorter and when they get shorter that's where they're comfortable So we have to lengthen those back out. We have to stretch those out. We have to train those new ranges of motion so that they can open up. And again, that takes time. And again, that happens with numerous parts of the body. So one, if you do train like a bodybuilder, not going to say you have to change, but what you do have to do is incorporate into the program some deficit push-ups, maybe... uh, some full range um neutral grip bench pressing you know to stretch the shoulders and chest out and start gaining access and again you're not doing this stuff balls to the wall right off the get-go you have to ease your way into these things otherwise you will get hurt kind of getting off on a tangent now which will probably happen more than more than once as i do this podcast and uh I have literally three notepads open right now with all my notes on them, and I'm not really sure I've covered any of it in the order that I have it written down in, but we're going to roll with it anyway. That's kind of what I have for you. Hopefully, this wasn't just a big blabbering. Um, You know, it's more of a, again, statement episode than it is like uh, educational informational episode. I just kind of want to get you thinking about, hey, you come to the gym, you want to get better. There's other ways to get better, and there's ways that you're probably not thinking about. And again, that's movement, just moving the body in directions and the way you used to. Think about, I guess, in the most simple of ways, whatever you used to do from the age of like two, three, whatever, however far back you can remember from there till about 14, 16, those years where you're fighting your brothers and sisters. I used to fight my sister all the time. And then when my brother became of age, we'd wrestle all the time. So like, think about those years and what you were doing. Start doing that again. You know, If you have kids now and you're older and you have kids, start wrestling with them. I'm dead serious, start wrestling with them. Or go join a jujitsu gym. One, you'll learn a cool martial art that'll serve you in many different ways. Um, outside of self-defense, you'll start moving again. You'll start moving better again, all right? So that's all I got for you guys. If this was any at all valuable to you, and even if it just got you thinking, please like it, share it, subscribe. Um, Don't be afraid to hit me up on, uh, probably the one I'm most active on right now is Instagram. Shoot me some messages with some topics you want me to cover. Again, I've been doing this a long time. I have coaches here that I work with, that have just as much knowledge as me, um, some of them even more, so we have, and uh, again, I'll say this, they will be on here, hopefully, hopefully I can get them on, if they're willing, to share, but again, it's for you, let me know what you want to know more of, and I'll get it out to you, episode two in the books, I'll see you for episode three, thanks for listening.